Welcome to the Disruptive Mindset Podcast. Join me, Emma Jones, as we take a deep dive behind the scenes of executives and leaders in the IT and the tech industries. We'll find out about their models for success, lessons they've learned, and what makes them disruptive in their businesses and sectors, and ultimately find out how it can help us. Enjoy. This is the Disruptive Mind podcast that we have got Shashita Sheckler on this morning, um, who is the uh, head of talent within Global Logic. So, Shashita, thank you for coming on with us this morning for the Disruptive podcast. And today we just want to understand a little bit more about you, you know, how you've made some of the decisions that you've made. And I also, a little birdie told me that you have run a really interesting project recently that I'd like to delve into. So tell me, I mean, the first question I've got for you is when you, because obviously you've been through university and you've done your MBA, et cetera, when you came out the other end of that, did you know exactly what you wanted to do? Did you have a plan? Well, wow, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting question, Emma. Uh, well, I did an MBA in marketing and HR. So, of course, I knew that after this, I will get into either of them. Um, as luck would have it, I got into recruitment from day one. And uh, it, it was very interesting because I could I could see how that was adding a lot of interesting stuff in an organization. And it connected all the dots from the start, uh, from where somebody could come into an organization. And the relationships could go on uh, forever for that person growing in the system in front of you and ch- taking a, a challenging roles when you are still there. So I think, uh, yes, um, when I left uh, my college, I did know what I was going to do. But um, recruitment, uh, of course, as everybody comes into recruitment by chance, so did I. Uh, (laughs) Probably, probably, uh, we still do not have many courses in recruitment, uh, Emma, whereas I think it's one of the, you know, most, uh, most sought after things to do at this point in time. Yeah, that, that's really interesting, actually. You're, you're absolutely right. People fall into recruitment generally, don't they? They don't make a, a sort of a beeline for it. But I think once once it grabs you in there, you're sort of you're, you're sort of stuck within, in, in, you know, the recruitment system. So so you've um, so what's grabbing your attention at the moment, Shishi, in, in, in the uh, sort of pe- the people world, the recruitment world? Right. So uh, I'll take a step back to talk about uh, what sort of people world I'm in. So uh, my organization, Global Logic, which is a Hitachi company, uh, we are into product and platform engineering. Mm-hmm. We work on, uh, you know, the future, the innovation of our clients and customers, and which also means that we work on a lot of digital skills, niche skills, niche technologies which are the new age, as we call them, new age technologies, right? And uh, what grabs my attention at this point in time is two things. One, uh, a very interesting mix of talent in terms of generations that we are seeing. So I'm hiring iGens or the Gen Zs, as well as the millennials, Mm -hmm. which is extremely, um, you know, interesting to see in terms of what they're looking for is very different um, between each other and how you attract them to your organization or how you present your organization to them is very different. So I think that's one bit. The second bit, which is, uh, of course, like everyone's, um, you know, taking everyone's sleep 
at this point in time in the talent acquisition space is the dearth of the digital talent. So um, when I say dearth, it's not that it doesn't exist, but the demand is so much and it's going uh, up so drastically because every business uh, has been transforming to digital or they've embarked on a digital journey already. And um, we already are seeing numbers which are saying by 2030, there'll be extreme dearth of this talent and we can sense it even today. So I think that that shortage of digital talent uh, is something which uh, we uh, is also something which I am really interested and uh, challenged ab about at this point in time. Yeah, that, that's really interesting, actually, um, you know, because we are coming into a bit of a softer market, um, but possibly not in the digital space, which is quite interesting. You know, we, we you know, this this sort of talent is, uh, you know, it's still the good talent is really still quite hard to come by. So um, tell me, I know I know you've been working on an automation project that, that really grabbed my attention when I was speaking to you. So tell me a little bit about that, because I think there's a lot of companies out there grappling with automation. What do you automate? How do you automate? How do you get it adopted? And I know you've run a really interesting program um, that, uh, you know, so I'd really like to hear about the, the pitfalls and the and the the stuff that's worked for you. Right. So, yes, Emma, uh, and we have spoken about this. Um, so it also connects me to the first point, second point, which I was talking about uh, there is not enough digital talent outside. And then uh, organizations like us have to either think of uh, what, what do we do and, and uh, where do we get this from, or how do we make it for ourselves? And I think the project uh, that you are mentioning and we've been speaking about is building our own talent, or uh, we call it Talent Engine 2.0 uh, at Global Logic, where we are actually making our own digital talent. Uh, and how do we do that? Uh, I think uh, we have seen that it has worked very well now that we are into the pro beta phase of doing it already, uh, where we hire um, the, the base skills or the core skills in tech and then train them onto digital technologies and skills, as well as internally as well, we are doing a lot of upskilling and training on the digital skill platform. Now, the automation bit that uh, you and me have been also discussing about is uh, around the automation of the entire tag or the talent acquisition landscape from the point we attract talent to the point we actually have them come on board. And each uh, point, as we know, as recruiters, are multiple steps from, uh, you know, attracting, resourcing, screening, uh, their assessments, um, you know, them getting to have questions and answer that. And also, um, you know, background verifications, being connected with candidates to the point that they stay connected and interested in joining your firm. Everything from start to finish sits on an automation landscape for us at this point in time. Some of it we have made in-house. Some of them we are going out and getting the best in class from external. But I think what that is doing, it's it's taking the time that my uh, recruiting team or the HR teams were doing in, in talking to people or doing the mundane looking at paper screening and things like that has moved to do more qualified, more one-on-one -on -one conversations, being more career coaches and counselors at uh, and supporting these candidates through the journey rather than 
you know, wasting the time on, on things that could be done through automation. So one, it has helped us, um, you know, think more agile and make us more scalable the, the minute we want to. So, I mean, I, th I find that really interesting. Um, so would you say it's been a success, the, 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 pro the sort of automation project? Because I know it's been it's been a, a good year and a half in, in the making. Well, it's it's still early to say it's it's mm. a success, Emma. But I think what we are seeing already is that now the conversations have become more educated, even when we are doing it with clients, mm -hmm. or even internally. Because now, uh, if if the candidates are going through assessment, um, which is online, or if they are doing training or learnings which are online, there is very scientific information to convince uh, the the stakeholders about the credibility. Of what we are presenting to them in terms of uh, candidates, in terms of uh, information. And I think those conversations have become very, very different. Uh, that's very helpful. Uh, is it a success or not? Uh, we will definitely get to know sooner than later. But uh, it's been a very, very difficult and interesting journey at the same time because convincing people to um, you know, use, especially recruiters, you know, to use uh, automation has yeah. not been easy. A lot of coaching, training, continuous learning, even for recruiters has been one of an opportunity for us to see. So what, I mean, and, and that's, and then that's the interesting bit, isn't it? Because we all say, oh, let's automate, let's automate. But actually what I'm hearing is, it's the adoption of the automation. It's, you know, getting people to actually use it and be comfortable with it. You know, what would you what would you say the most challenging bit has been with, with um, the automation? I suppose where I'm going with that is, is if someone was looking at going, right, OK, we want to automate. You know, this is this is absolutely something we want to go. We know there's a talent shortage coming up. We know there's, you know, um, you know, it's going to you know maybe a contracting market um, more. So what, what would you what would you what advice would you give? Well, well, I don't think I can advise anything, <laughs> but but uh, from the experience that we've had on our journey so far is that um, one is, of course, what we are doing uh, is the future of uh, getting the best in class talent, right? But at the same time, we need to make the current systems ready for it. So I think change management is, is something which will be important, uh, ensuring that people see value in it and everybody's on board the bandwagon is important. So not everybody would be, but then you have to find your ambassadors uh, and do it in pilots um, to make sure that there is one or two success stories which everybody can latch on to. And that actually has helped us uh, this far. I think that that is what I can say from our experience. Brilliant. And looking, um, you know, so going back to you as, as, as an individual, I mean, you, you've, you know, you've been in recruitment, you've been in, in, in sort of large corporates for, for a number of years. What, what sort of, you know, take yourself sort of five years out and look back. What, what's, what, what, where are you heading in the future? You've done this amazing automation project and, you know, what's up, what's going, what's Shishita going on to? That's very interesting, Emma. You've taken <laughs> me back in time as well as the future <laughs> forward. I feel like I'm in a time machine, but <laughs> I think it, it's it's very thought provoking. Uh, where I see myself uh, is um, probably um, supporting some of these uh, initiatives that are future forward, uh, where where we see 
our industry, the digital landscape, the transformation of talent happening, and more importantly, the next gen talent coming into the work stream, how to coach them, how to make them ready for all, all, all that they want to do and they aspire to do uh, in, in their lifetimes. I think I see myself um, being more involved in that. Uh, and I think um, the education bit is really catching on my attention at this point in time in terms of how we uh, make it more uh, contextual learning, more collaborative. Uh, and I'm I'm doing a lot of work and interesting stuff around that. So let's see where it goes. But uh, that's that's where I see from today. But let's see where it goes. Right. OK. And so what um, what for, for you is going to be next? So you've been you know, you, you, you've sort of come up to uh, Global Logic and you're, you're sort of head there. You know, obviously, Hitachi's, you know, that that's a part of um, Global Logic now. So what what next in the in the in the journey? <laughs> wow. Right. So Hitachi. Yeah, we are part of the large Hitachi group and that is very interesting because that suddenly has given all of us a huge canvas to paint on. So from where we were at Global Logic uh, with like 20 years of experience behind the organization building itself into this niche space of digital talent uh, and platform product engineering space, to having the wind behind our wings of Hitachi uh, is amazing. Where I see is um, there's there's a lot happening. There's there's so much happening at this point in time, and there's so much synergy between the Hitachi world and us now that there's so many projects that we're involved together. We we deliver together. Uh, we're ideating together, co-creating stuff. So you never know uh, where where it takes me, Emma. But I think um, it it is definitely the canvas has become far bigger than I could have thought of, uh, let's say, a year back. Yeah, so it's quite an exciting place to be at the moment. You know, it's really nice to see when a sort of a merger or, or you know that 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 happens and it happens well. You know, and it's and it's a really good um, sort of energy source for you all, which is um, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, Shashi. So listen, thank you so much for this amazing, amazing podcast. Is there anything that you would leave the, you know, people listening to this, um, you know, with any words of wisdom? Well, I think from the space that I am thinking right now, I um, will only leave with saying that uh, recruitment or getting the best talent in your organization has to be a team sport. It, it cannot be just one team's job. Uh, it is everyone in it involved and it is uh, everybody's responsibility to not just get the best talent into the organization, but also at the same time, create the environment, the learning environment in the system, in the organization for that talent to grow and thrive. I think that's something which I'm seeing as the need of the R for, for the next few um, you know, quarters. That's what we speak about now. Uh, and you're, I think you're in quarterly sprints. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what I would leave with, but I think it's very, very interesting times. Uh, as you mentioned, softer market, Emma, uh, in the digital space, it's it's just getting even more competitive. It's getting even more, uh, you know, you have to be more uh, focused and sharper in what you want and what comes to you. So I think uh, it, it is a very interesting and opportune time for us to be in this industry. 
Yeah, and, and I think you've also touched on some really interesting um, points there because it is a war for talent in digital. And by the sounds of it, and from what I've heard, is that, you know, you're you're touching those those sort of areas to pull the talent in from you know engagement through to you know the automation bit that you've done you know um you know training etc cetera, etc cetera. so it sounds as though you're you're sort of well well in the middle of the war for talent <laughs> yes we're 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 putting a best foot forward and we're yeah. going in with all our ammunition there it's so brilliant. yes Yes. Super. Well, thank you very much indeed, Shashita. Lovely being on the podcast, Emma. Thank you so much for inviting me.